Game Central podcast episode number 33 and for a change we have some stability because once again with us this week we have Don Goss. How you doing Don? I'm good thanks, doing good. Have you got your TV up on the wall yet or (laughs) on the stand? I'm happy to report TV is active. TV's go, TV's on a stand, on a stand, on a stand and it works. Nice. On a stand, on a stand, on a stand. Isn't that a bit of a balancing act? No, it's only on one stand and its own stand. I, I added an extra stand in there just to show off. But You actually... That's how people show off. <laughs> yeah, more stands. Don't you know that, Gareth? Down in, in, in London, it's like the women really love a guy that can really utilise different stands. Yeah. And we all have standoffs where we go around to each other's houses... And we just say, oh, that's really good. You can improve it there, or you can do that, or you can do this. Is it a glass stand? No, I've got a wooden stand, then I've got a sound <laughs> stage stand, and then the actual TV stand. So, so I'm, you can't I'm rocking, basically see it. I'm rocking the triple stand. Is, is more stands better than, like, one really good stand? No, because they're all really good stands. Wow. Fucking hell. Yeah. Mate, I don't think I could compete with that. I'm not sure anyone um, can, to be honest. I'm pretty, pretty brave man who takes this stand collection on. Do you think anyone would stand against you? <laughs> they could try, but they would fail. Excellent. So, Gareth, what have you been up to this week? Yeah, not a whole lot, to be no. honest. I had a pretty boring week, which is always, uh, always nice. <laughs> always nice to have a boring week. Uh, <laughs> what about me? Well, I haven't what done anything in particular. Started my new job the other day. Um, it's quite nice. No children about at the moment because I haven't started. But it's just a new start in life for all of us, isn't it? Yes, especially yeah. you. Thank you very much. So, on to the news. Well, last Ooh. week there was so m- <laughs> Last week there was so much news that we pretty much dedicated a whole show to it. Uh, this week... Not bad either, is it? Um, these leaked naked photos of celebrities, Don. Because <laughs> that is to do with technology, isn't it? It's to do with the iCloud. It was all um, uh, in that, that secure iCloud that everyone yeah. has known to be so secure. It's like Fort Knox. Yeah, but Everybody not. Knew about that. You know, but now it's like it. Fort Knock One Out. There you go. <laughs> you know, yeah. those sort of pictures we should never, ever have to gaze upon. You know, part of the whole fantasy of a celebrity is that, you know, you never see them in those kind of situations. And you always imagine what their snatch looks like. And oh, it's all lovely and glistening and there's maybe a rainbow coming out of it and all kind of glitter. But when you just look at the vagina, it's just a vagina. And yeah. it probably feels like every other vagina that you've ever been in. That's why I've not looked at these pictures, Rob. And if I'm honest, the, the only time I want to see Jennifer Lawrence completely naked is when she of her own free will, strips off in front of me. Free which will happen someday. So, um, you know, that, I'm looking forward to that. It's good. Brilliant. Gareth, I applaud you for not looking at them as well. Thank you. It uh, was surprisingly easy to not look at somebody's <laughs> naked body. <laughs> exactly. Right, Narrow Car 8 to add new Zelda content. And who else, Gareth? No, sorry, let Don do this because he's really up on narrow car, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're adding a 
bunch of cool shit to Mario Kart 8. So they've oh, announced shit. cool shit. They've announced two packs, each coming with uh, two, two pack, two pack. Oh my god, <laughs> two pack. Zelda if he was in it, they could put him in the Mercedes DLC they've already added, leaning yeah. out the window as he drives around, one-handed, elbow out. That would be brilliant. Little new uh, new item is just a drive-by. Yeah, too yeah. soon, Gareth, too soon. <laughs> right, so who else is going to be um, joining Zelda? No, it's uh, not Zelda, it's Link, it's sorry. Link from Zelda, they're adding a villager from Animal Crossing, um, Cat Peach from uh, Mario 3D Land. Uh, yeah. They're adding Dry Bones Bowser, uh, which mm-hmm. is basically Bowser's skeleton. Can I just say... What? My bone is definitely. Oh right. God! Why Jeez. did I? I knew that was gonna happen. That's what she's. Uh... <laughs> Color Joshi, which is racist, and shy guy skin. So that's Guy Whitlock. That's <laughs> <laughs> going along with his long arms dragging behind him in the car. That works quite well. Shy Thank guy. you. Um, yes, uh, and also Mario in his cat outfit. Uh, no, but the main... Tanuki, isn't he? Not a cat. Tanuki? Cat, Nuki, Tanuki? Nuki? It's, but it's him in a cat uniform with his cat skills. But it's called Nuki Mario or something like that. It's all about the Nuki. 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 <laughs> you like that song, didn't you, Gareth? Because you used to like metal. I used to like Nuki as well. Yeah. yeah. Used to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into your private life later. Oh dear. The, uh, the best part, though, obviously, there's eight more. From vehicles. iCloud. Yeah, yeah. We'll look through your, your cloud photos and just. We'll It'll probably be really boring. <laughs> if you <laughs> like pictures of burgers I have eaten, then you will be well impressed. Burgers oh, yeah. and hair, I imagine. <laughs> Loads of it everywhere. Oh. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Yeah. So there's also eight vehicles coming. Um, so they'll be nice, including the Blue Falcon um, from F Zero. Uh, they're releasing, best of all though, is eight new tracks for each of the packs. There's a total of 16 new tracks in wow. coming, so that's an extra 50% of tracks on top of the uh, the original content, which is a bargain. You can buy the whole uh, two sets together for a total of 11 of your English pounds. That's really so, good, and, and that is good timing as well, Don, because I've said before that normally this sort of DLC comes about 10 years after the game's been released. <laughs> yeah. So this is exactly the right time where people might start thinking, oh, there are no more tracks for me to play. Well, yeah, they, they go here. There you go. They don't come out now. No, nah, well, the first set's out in November, oh, and um, so not too long to wait, to be honest. Um, and then the second set is out next year uh, in May, I think. Yeah, May. Something around there. Um, so there's a bit of a wait, but it kind of it does keep Mario Kart 8 in the news. Obviously, it's been Nintendo's big success story so far for the Wii U, and um, it also helps to cover over the fact they had that horrendous actual Mercedes tie-in DLC um, just the other week, which everyone oh, that, absolutely that one, hated. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't fit into the whole Nintendo sort of... Nah, I mean, well, it was completely it free. It was completely free DLC and totally optional, but it, it just was a bit like Nintendo kind of selling out, but they need the money, I suppose, nowadays. So yeah. that's a lie. They don't need the money at all. Um, yeah. But um, it's, you know, they are, they are branching out now. They're doing new shit and they're doing DLC the right way by the look of it. You know. Thank you very much, Don. Thanks well, very much. The, like, the annoying thing is, this news came out like an hour after we stopped Literally recording last week. <laughs> so, oh, so that's old news by now. It's pretty, yeah. pretty old news, yeah. But like, the funny thing is, like, I imagine people going online like in November, like, yeah, I finally get to play as Link. I get to be in an F Zero car, and then every race will just be Link in an F Zero car. It will be twelve Links in F Zero cars. Yeah, cards. exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it will be. Well, the <laughs> future's looking very bleak. <laughs> 
Right. GTA Online will soon be unplayable for users with a 12 gigabyte PlayStation 3 Rockstar has confirmed. Gareth, is this nice? Is this horrible from Rockstar? It's not ideal, is it? <laughs> <laughs> who, who has 12 gigabytes of anything anymore? Even my phone has 16 gigabytes. Well, your yep. phone isn't a PS3. How do you know? Okay, well, you've got me there. So <laughs> exactly. So now I feel pretty silly. You do. But what we're saying, Gareth, is, you know, 12 gigabytes, you know, nowadays, who's got 12 gigabytes? 12 gigabytes is like saying, oh, I've, I, I use a floppy disk to save my games on. <laughs> 12 gigabytes is nothing. That's not even a game. Yeah, but there are PS3s with 12 gigabyte hard drives that are very cheap. So if somebody's thought, you know, oh, GTA Five's coming out, I'll buy a cheap PS3 and I'll get GTA Five. Now they can't play GTA Online because the updates come to more than 12 gigabytes. <laughs> yeah, they it's, crazy. it's awful. Yeah, you had, there was four. There was like four gigabyte Xbox 360s as well. They're the still, arcade, they're still, the arcade version. Yeah, they're still floating oh, around with the little memory card. Just yeah, just four gigs in the thing. No, that they're... was. 12 megabytes or something stupid <laughs> those memory cards do you remember the arcades and they didn't have a hard drive and they just had that little memory card I think it was 126 megabytes something stupid I had it and I couldn't even download an arcade game onto it <laughs> and I just thought what is the point in this <laughs> but GTA 5 is a big chunk I think the install of the game is about 8 gig isn't it yeah yep yeah, and the rest of the top, it's not looking good if you've got a 12 gig. But what I'll say to them, Gareth, is you can easily in- install a hard drive or get an, in- um, an external hard drive. That is true. Yeah. It's an easily solved problem, but it, a problem is still a problem. A problem is still a problem. Gone Home is now confirmed for the Nintendo Wii. Um, Gone Home is a kind of... I'd say it's probably where um, Silent Hill... Silent Hills, sorry. That um, is it. PK. Uh, PT. PT. Sorry. PT got its inspiration from because it's very much story led. You know, slowly uncovering the plot. I didn't play it myself, but someone who did, Gareth Williams, because he's got a PC, <laughs> will tell us what it's all about. I didn't play it. You did, Gareth, because huh? it looked scary. And even though oh, everybody, everybody who played the game said it's not scary, you just just play it. It's not scary. I said sinister. You might be lying. So I'm not going to play it in case it's scary. <laughs> Do you know but, what's scary to me, Gareth? What's that? Someone that continues to play a game for months, even though they're on bronze. <laughs> and they never, ever stop. <laughs> yeah, that is scary. <laughs> that, that's what kind of like a psychopath would do. Just <sighs> continually repeat the same actions, expecting to get a different result. Yeah, when, when, they're, <laughs> when they're doing like a psychoanalysis of you... They go, oh yeah, it all makes sense now why this guy <laughs> killed all those people. Look at his <laughs> League of Legends account. <laughs> he was uh, prone to erratic behaviour. Sorry, Gareth. Either way, right, either way, Gone Home was widely regarded as one of the best games of last year. Thank you. Um, so if you have a Wii U, yeah. something to be excited <laughs> by, something to look forward to, Don. Other yep. than Mario Kart DLC, Nintendo saying, give us more money and we'll give you what you really want. Uh, now you have another reason to own a Wii U. That's excellent. A game that came out a year ago Yep. on PC for probably what will end up being half the price that you pay for it on the Wii U. Sweet. <laughs> <Yep>. so, <laughs> Nintendo 3DS revealed with extra buttons and Amiibo support. 
Now, this is looks like the sort of 3DS that I would get if I was to ever get a 3DS. I did have a 3DS early on in the day, but I swapped it for a PS Vita, which I love. Um, but it's a very good console. Um, but this analog stick, the second analog stick, looks more like a, some sort of growth or someone that's got a third nipple. It doesn't scream sexy to me. I'd call it a nubbin. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of like the Z stick on... <laughs> it Was it the Z stick on the GameCube the controller? C stick. C stick, sorry. Yeah. The C stick that kind of didn't look like it was supposed to be there. It looked like an afterthought, and it didn't feel sexy to use. And I don't know, because this looks like it's smaller than the actual face buttons. So I can't see... Is it an analog stick? Yeah, apparently, but it's... um. It is a very weird, tiny little shape. Yeah, I think you'd have so. to have thumb surgery to make your thumb really small. I mean, uh, yeah, so I, I suppose they've not implanted a full uh, second one, because they could have just moved the face buttons down and rearranged that, yeah. um, and then so had more space for a full-sized stick, the same as the one I on mean, the left. But... Apart from Resident Evil Revelations and Monster Hunter, there isn't any real, real games that utilise the second stick. And this is where Gareth's going to come and say, actually, there's a few games in development now because of it. Well, I was going to say, Smash Bros. Uh, on the GameCube controller, you can map the C-Stick to automatically do Smash Attacks. Oh yes. my god. But Why are you saying yes? Only scumbags do that. <laughs> yeah, with I no don't. skill. Like, <laughs> that's totally what, what I would do. Guy, guy would exploit that. <laughs> so that's that's probably why they added it. Because Smash Bros. coming out, some noobs need the C-Stick... Or an equivalent. Whatever. So they give him this little Whatever. noob nub. Well, also, it's been released um, with a port of the Wii games and a Blade Chronicles. So uh, that's um, being supported straight away. So I reckon they'll have to utilise that, that little nubbin. Well, you the said thing... it best, Don. Forwards and a Blade. So. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the thing is, I'm not being rude, but Nintendo well. consoles, especially their handheld ones, the last iteration of them always seems like what they should have just done in the first place. Like if you look at the DS, the very first DS, it looked like some kind of joke that they did for a laugh and then put <laughs> out to see if anyone would buy it. I remember when I first held it and looked at it and thought, oh my God, what is this? It's awful. But it sold, obviously. But then when they released the DS Lite, you thought, hang on a minute, this is what they were thinking about all along. Yeah, that's but why I bought one. Yeah. <laughs> Because that thing, I don't know if either of you actually held the original DS, but it was like a... I own one. Oh, God. <laughs> There's a great it's, system. It's tied so up. many it's great games. It's not allowed. No, out. I mean the a first model of the DS, the plastic hunk thing. Yeah. The grey, silvery grey, right. weird angular thing. Mate, come on, that is pure tack. It doesn't feel like quality. The I... screens are really dull. <laughs> I admit the light is a fantastic piece of kit. Thank you. But that original one, you know, when it was still new, it was fine. The yeah, it was fine, worked. but it didn't, it didn't scream at you, this is the future. Well, the games on it, it kind of was the future, though. It set up pretty much everything to come. It set up the Vita. So... It was like something you would buy in the early learning centre. <laughs> yeah, but the Vita, when you hold it, it's like holding sex in your hand. Whereas the original DS, it was it looked like something that, you know, it was the inbred child that was released before the handsome young lad that came after. It's not about Unlike looks, though, that, Don. It's, it's about personality. I'm not it's about gone, what's on I'm the not. inside. What did I say? 
Don. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. Sorry, Don. <laughs> Super. No, apologise to me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I said Don. Right. Super Smash Bros has added Shulk, which, uh, Don, do your joke. Is that She Hulk? <laughs> we get some really good jokes coming through on this podcast every week. And as long as we carry it on, that would be brilliant. But I don't really know anything about Shulk. It's a character from Xenoblade, but um, I think we covered this last week. Yeah, I think Cause we I did. Thought it was, uh... Because you've done that joke. I did the same joke. I can't remember. Point. We're not ones to shy away from a repetitive joke. No. Right, Super Meat Boy Forever. Oh, I thought we'd done this last week, Gareth. No, no, no. So here's what happened last week, right? Oh, okay. It's an update rather than a new story. Is all those leaks came out allegedly revealing a massive uh, 48 character select page, and everyone was like, "Oh, this is probably not real." But then, like a few days later, Nintendo announced Shulk was going to be in the game, and he was one of the characters on this maybe fake character select screen. So now everyone's just thinking those leaks last week were actually legit. So if that's true, then... Uh, we are in for a treat. Yeah, 48 characters may be the actual final number, which means we may get to play as the dog from Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt, which... I love that game. Gareth, if I was to tell you that I could either leak um, pictures of various attractive celebrities, A-list celebrities, or the roster... Of Super Smash Brothers, which one would you have chose? I know we've got both, but which one would you go for? What in in the incarnations we got? We got pictures of Jennifer Lawrence naked, yeah, and we got like a candid one photo of the character select screen. We had to choose between those, yeah. And I mean a full frontal um, Jennifer yeah, Lawrence, full frontal character select screen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'd probably it's, pick it's Jennifer tough. Lawrence. Cause no, the thing you is, wouldn't. You're just no, trying to say that to look cool. No, because the thing, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, that game will come out eventually. But yeah, but you'll never see Jennifer not. Lawrence naked. Exactly. That's a sad realization, isn't it? No, it's fine. You don't have to see everybody naked. Exactly, which is why I didn't look at those pictures. Yeah, me either. <laughs> and I never will. Oh yes, Super Meat Boy Forever has been announced by Team Meat. So, is this going to be like Duke Nukem Forever? No. <laughs> Why is that? Well, for one, this will actually be good. Because Team Meat uh, make nothing but good games. Super Meat Boys, one of the best games ever made. I would, uh, yeah, I would go out right. on a limb to say it's alright. Always right. going to have an argument yeah. here. Isn't this one, though, isn't Meat Boy Forever a kind of endless runner type game? Yeah, it's more like a... Um... It's an awful concept for any game. Oh, so is it more like an iOS piece of crap? <laughs> it is coming out for <laughs> tablets and PC. There you go. Just It's written off straight away. Why? Because anything you can run on a fucking iPhone is a piece of shit. iPhones oh. aren't tablets, Don. They're phones. Same thing. Same thing. They're all running OS, iOS. No, no tablets run iOS apart from iPads. That's an iPad. <laughs> Fucking garbage. It's not. It would say iPads, not tablets, if it was iPads. I think. Yeah. Go on, Gareth. But either way, yeah, like a new Super Meat Boy is is fucking news that I could slaver over. Yeah, I I love that game so much. Best soundtrack, too, best gameplay, Gareth. incredible. Uh, feel to the game and if they can replicate that 
Again, then I'm made in the shade. Which is a northern saying, is it? Is it? I've never heard that. that. You've never heard the term made in the shade? No. No, It doesn't make sense. It's not like one of those (laughs) sayings where straight away you just think, yep, I know what that guy's going on about. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, apparently that's a northern thing. I didn't know Would you like to tell us what it means? It means that you're like, you know, you're doing so well that you're someplace tropical sitting under a palm tree. You know? It's like... That's probably not what it means. Okay. It, it means um, made in the shade, I would think, means that, you know, it's so good that they could just make it in the shade like Grand Theft Auto and it's still going to come into the daylight at what? some point anyway. I assumed that it what? meant that you were conceived by your parents when they were shagging under a tree. Oh, yes. Made in the shade. <laughs> Do you want me to look it up? It's where I imagine Gareth was born and raised uh, under really? a tree in a feral forest. Yep. Right, so while you're looking at that, Gareth, we're going <laughs> to talk about um, Activision allegedly trying to acquire the Grand Theft Auto publisher Take-Two. Now, this would be kind of a monopolizing move because Grand Theft Auto and Call of Duty and World of Warcraft are three of the biggest um, franchises in gaming history. So if you've got all three of those, you're talking world domination, Don. You are pretty much. Um, so I hope it doesn't happen. Um, I don't see. I mean, Activision have got loads of money, but then Take Two have got loads of money. So how yeah. much it would actually? What are they offering for it? I have uh, no idea. Two billion. Is it two no, billion? That was um, no. That was Electronic in two thousand eight when Electronic Arts. Yeah. Yeah. When they were. Um, but I mean, Grand Theft Auto's um, franchise alone has got to be worth two billion nowadays. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a it's, license to print money. Literally, I mean, they made they sold over a billion dollars worth in, in like three weeks or something when GTA Five. Yes. Um, so, I mean, that was just the first month, and it's now been out for what coming up to a year. I mean, I'm going to buy it again when it comes out in the next gen. So that yeah, I'm going to. I'll be buying it for PS4. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll get it for PS4 when it when I'm, when that comes out. So, Christ, I'd get you know. PS4 just for it. No. I'm going to PS4 for Destiny. Destiny. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Um, this is my Destiny. <laughs> so that's literally all I'll be playing for. Well, we could have done all this Grand Theft Auto news all at once because uh, they're going to add new radio content on PS4 <laughs> and Xbox One. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they're sw- cool. switching up the uh, radio stations, which is fair enough. Give us yeah, which music. is good because um, music in games is very important. Um, I don't know what else they would add, to be honest, because it's very much of a time, isn't it? And the whole rap scene and things like that. So it'd be interesting to see if they can add, I don't know, Pinky and Perky. Just, <laughs> just some really funny songs that we can all enjoy. I like uh, My Girl Wants to Party All the Time. And that comes on quite a lot. How's that go? Eddie Murphy, My Girl Wants to Party All the Time. Party oh. All the Time, Party All the Time. Eddie Murphy. My girl wants to party all the time. Party all the time. Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Eddie Murphy. A comedian. a comedian. Yes. When did he do a song? In like the 80s. At the height of his fame. I think he's joking with us, Don. I'm not. I'm 100% not. You can look he's it yanking up. Yanking our collective chains. I want oh. to play it for you. I would love it if you played it in I would love music. you to play it in, yeah. But I don't think... Uh, I think his music section's way too highbrow for anything like that to come <laughs> through. Actually, yeah, I probably shouldn't play 
just a straight up famous yeah. song. Well, well, yeah, Eddie Murphy, my girl wants to party all the time. Well, I'll have to look that up well, in my spare time. It's in the game. You, you heard it if you played the game. Oh, you friggin'. Getting it for PS4. It's not out yet. <laughs> Well, we'll be sure I also like. They have a a Mystique song in that game, and that Mystique, always, what that, always that always makes me laugh. Because <laughs> Mystique have been around for years over here, but in America it's like novel. Oh god, yeah. pretty funny. Right, so that pretty much sums up the news. Unless you've got any breaking news that's coming out. Uh, the phrase "made in the shade" possibly Ooh. comes from a children's rhyme. Ice cold lemonade made in the shade, stirred with a spade by an old maid. No, no, that's, that's definitely shit. references to shagging under trees. Yeah, that's that's references to your parents going. You calling my mum an old shagging. maid? Oh, <laughs> too dude. Soon. But the thing is, Gareth, you know that's got nothing to do with the saying, and you've not really told us what the saying <laughs> meant anyway. It's like it's a good thing, isn't it? Oh, made in the shade. It's like means... you mean made up is what it's kind of, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. You, if whereas you, when you say made, you, we think. You people want to take Made in the Shade and just chop it in half and pervert it for your own uses, then you, I guess you can do that. Well, there we go. That was the news this week. Butchered. Gareth, thank you very much for joining us. What? Am I going? <laughs> exactly. No, you're not. You're going to stay right here with us for our next period of the show called Figure Talk. <laughs> what? <laughs> fantastic uh, enthusiasts of collecting action figures um, specifically play arts and this week Don has ordered himself the Metal Gear Rising Raiden White Raiden because he's racist um, and how did you find it uh, Don? How was the posability? Uh, it was good, it was better than I thought it was going to be it was my first yeah. actual proper uh, play arts Kai figure it's pretty Beefy. Um, it's got a quite heavy weight to it. It's pretty well put together. It's uh, very nice, very poseable. Everything kind of clicks firmly. Um, it's nice. What about the paintwork? Uh, yeah, that's done really nicely, actually. It's a um, pretty decent job. Not like some stuff where you get them where all the paint is just splashed across you know different parts of it. You look at these figures and you think to yourself, if only I had figures like this when I was younger. I was looking at some of the crap that I used to play with, sort of the... Um, Bucky O'Hare figures, um, Batman the movie figures. They're just lumps of just horribleness. <laughs> but I loved them back in the day. And they really did bring out my creativity. What about you, Gareth? Have you received any Play Arts Kai in the post? Not recently. I do own a, a figure from a, not a game, but a movie of a game. And which I, one is that? I own a figure of uh, Neo Bahamut from uh, Final Fantasy VII uh, Advent Children. Oh, is that the one that doesn't move? Uh, it's just moulded, isn't it? Uh, I think its arms do move, but why would you move its arms? Like, I don't know. Up and down. We, people like me and Don, we like that full posability where we're free to just, in our glass cabinets, pose them the way that we see fit. Sounds a bit perverse. Thank you. And that is it for Figure Talk this week. Figure Talk.
Finger talk. Finger talk. Finger talk. Hi listeners, it's video game music time with me, Gareth. Uh, this week's song is a, it's a catchy one, um, if not uh, a particularly uh, good piece of music, shall we say. It's a bit of an insult, but it's not really. Um, it's from the game Deadly Premonition, which a lot of you will know is sort of a B-movie type game. Had bad graphics, kind of bad gameplay, but still kind of a, a cult classic. A lot of people actually really like it. Um, and uh, the music I've picked from it is... It's weird. The, the game's sort of a horror game, but this music isn't indicative of that at all. So, um, just something to uh, brighten up your day. This is from Deadly Premonition, and it's Life is Beautiful.
So last week we didn't have a game show, but this week we're back with the game show. Um, for those of you that are just listening uh, for the first time, where have you been all my life? But let me just tell you what goes on. We are children of the 80s, aren't we, Gareth? Just. And, and just. And growing up in the 90s, game shows were a big, big deal. And here on Game Central Lives, we like to take those game shows and adapt them into our own little way, but using games as an inspiration. We've done catchphrase. We've done... What else have we done? We've not done ca- that's, we haven't done catchphrase. <laughs> you couldn't really do catchphrase. It's a visual medium. Yeah, it's very visual. But we'll try and do it. We've um, done Name That Tune. Name That Tune. Brilliant. We've done... Countdown. We have done Countdown. Um, I feel we've like done quite a few. And we've done so many, we can't even think. That's how many we've done. But this week, we're going to be looking through the pee hole. And welcome to Through the Pee Hole, the show that visits the places of famous gaming characters. But who gets the honour of going into these houses? That's right, it's Floyd Grossout. But before we get on with the show, what's it all about? Using our master thief, Floyd Grossman, we are able to invade the vacant homes of some of today's and yesterday's greatest gaming stars. Some of them give consent to us filming around their abodes, and others, as you will see, are not so welcoming. But welcoming or not, Floyd gets the job done. So without any more ado, let's go through the pee hole. And today we have two wonderful guests. One from the north and one from the south. First up is Gareth Williams. Hello. Hello, Gareth. Nice of you to join us today. Uh, yes, it is. Thank you. And Don Goss from London. Hello. Hello there, Don. Nice to see you. You're smaller than I would have thought. <laughs> no, I, I'm just further away. Than Gareth. <laughs> Indeed. Okay, so let's join Floyd Grossout and... Your guy's job is to watch Floyd as he makes his way around the gaming celebrities' houses. Then we'll come back to you and find out what you think it is from the clues that Floyd has pointed out. Who lives in a house like this? Over to you, Floyd Grossout. So this is the first house. It's absolutely beautiful. And you can see straight away lots of different photos on the wall of far-fetched locations spanning across the globe. It really is a sight to behold. Over on the mantelpiece, we see lots of fine china. They look quite old and could be pretty much priceless. You could say they're smashing. Let's just hope they don't. (laughs) Fantastic. So on through to the kitchen. 
And you can see that this person takes great pride in their health, as the fridge is full to the brim with all kinds of fruit and vegetables. There is even a separate compartment for Yakob to keep a healthy digestive system. Let's head upstairs. This is the master bedroom, and again we can see relics attached to the walls. They are attached securely. Let's just look in this drawer to um to see if there's anything inside. Fresh, clean underwear. This person is very well organized, but unfortunately they are of no interest to me. The wardrobe is full of tank tops and shorts with boots down the bottom. This person likes adventure. The bathroom is where this person's personality really shines through. There is a bearskin rug on the floor and a wicker bad wash basket overflowing with dirty washing. Oops, I accidentally knocked it over. I better get down on my knees and pick it up. Wow, oh, these are great. Some shorts with dirt on them, blood on his vest, and these knickers. Hmm, someone has been on a long expedition. Just put them back there. Then we have the gymnasium. This person really likes to work out and practice on strength and agility. So I ask you at home, whose house is this? Now, for those of you at home, let's see whose house it was. If you don't want to know, close your eyes now or blind yourself with bleach. I couldn't care less. So, guys, do you have any idea whatsoever whose house that could be? Um, I've got a few ideas. <laughs> I know you've got a few ideas, Don, but Sounds... if you could be as concise as possible, maybe going through the clues as you go through it. Going through the clues, I... With the whole washing thing, I'm going to say... I'd be tempted to say that would be a man because there's a load of dirty washing lying around and girls wouldn't generally do that. But yep. but with the whole... Uh, the, the interest that was paid to uh, particular garments, I don't know, I, I don't think... I think maybe, actually, this might be a woman on this occasion. Well, there you go. The audience are clapping there. Uh, oh. Like on the right course. <laughs> hey. I... I... I disagree. Gareth? Oh, interesting. I You disagree with the audience who actually know who it is. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> they could be bluffing, you never know. You never exactly. know. I just yeah. I think should we just say who we think it is? Go ahead, Gareth. Shoulder the show, it's up to you. I think it's Link from Legend Link. of Zelda. You know, loads of adventure in. <sighs> You said uh, there's some pots around. You hope you don't smash them. And Link's pretty famous for A, smashing pots, and B, being in Super Smash Brothers. So I think those are the clues I'm focusing on. I think think it's Link. And Don, how about you? There are. I think there's a lot of red herrings in this this particular house. It could go two ways, but I'm going to go the other way, down the other path from Gareth. I'm going to say this is probably... A, uh, a more female-oriented adventurer. I'm going to go with Lara Croft. I don't know what made you say that, Don, but as we can see, it is indeed Lara Croft. Yeah. And it's brilliant that she's with us here today just to show her face. She's in the studio. She's come all the way here just to smile to the camera, and now she'll be going home again. Okay, so that's when she gets there. That's weird. 
So on to house number two. Over to you, Floyd Grosselt. Well, hello, and welcome to the second house of this show today. As you can see, this is a pretty dark street, quite unsettling if you ask me. The doors open with the quiet creak that could do with some oiling. Most of the lights are out, and it's quite cold in here. There doesn't seem to be any electricity, as the lights do not work, and of what limited electrical appliances there are, none are working. Oh my god, in the corner there is an old definition standard television. This is truly upsetting. There is a game case of it, a game case on top of the TV that simply reads Black Ops. Well, that sounds nice. There's also a map in the corner of the room displayed on the side of the wall talking about how to most frequently glitch on the map and take advantage <laughs> of some of the rules of the game. There are clothes on the floor of the bedroom, purple converse, purple jeans, and a purple shirt. It smells faintly of Pringles and faint disappointment. In the bathroom, it's very small, very minimalist with just a bath, and well, I wouldn't call it a toilet, it's more like a dog's bowl. On the sink, there is a book called Dealing with Having Arms, Your Guide to Feelings of Isolation. Hang on. What was that? It sounded like a bump coming from downstairs. Come on, guys. Let's go downstairs and have a look. I know we're not told to go down there, but that's, this could be it. We don't know what it is. No, no, we can't go down. I don't care if we can't go down there. We have to go down there. The contractual agreement. What if someone's down there? Could you live with that? Quick, look. There's someone huddled in the corner. Give me the flashlight of the camera. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Is there anyone there? Oh, it's too dark, I can hardly see anything. Lloyd Grossard is adding, I am so glad to see someone. I have been locked down here since attending a podcast party a few months ago. Some guy with long arms and a shit tattoo said to come back with him as he likes to play Monopoly, which is one of my favorite games. Next thing I know, he has two fingers in my bumhole. Not that I could feel it as I lack any sensation from the neck down, but that's beside the point. I told him people would come back for me, but he said he told everyone that I was being used as a turret in Russia to protect a battlefield veteran. I doubt anyone would have believed such a story. You have to help me. Some of the games he has been making me play are awful. Have you ever played Soggy Biscuit with another man sitting face to face just inches away? You have to untie me. He has gone to get a haircut. Shit, it's him. Floyd behind you are shit. No, he has just hit him with a sledgehammer. No, please, not me. I can still satisfy you. Oh, he has hit me with an axe in my shoulder. Blood is everywhere and spraying from the wound. I am uncomfortable somewhat even though I cannot feel it. Shit, God. What am I going to do? Floyd, Floyd, damn you. Hello, can anyone hear me? Yes, we've lost we've lost uh, all contact with the house there. Sorry, sorry about this. There seems to be something going on. Does anyone know which house that could be so we could get the police there as soon as possible, Don? 
Uh, wow. <laughs> Sounds like uh, we've wandered no, into Cyrus Hill. We, we do have to get someone there, some sort of police force. Um, and we don't actually know whose house it is because the person that was supposed to be in the studio today has not actually turned up. <laughs> he was supposed to, but uh, I hear that he can be quite... Uh, you can't really rely on him. Uh, try, I would say, maybe give Guy Whitlock's house a try. Guy, Guy did you hear that? Guy Whitlock, no. Guy Whitlock. Guy Whitlock. No, Guy Whitlock. Yeah, just, if you could send the police around as soon as possible. Okay, we're going to have to end the show there. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining in uh, through the pee hole. Uh, and we hope to um, carry on. Guy Whitlock. It's Guy Whitlock. Yeah. Okay, bye-bye. Well, what a sad ending to a game show there, Gareth. Um, hopefully everyone's doing all right. Floyd Gross out's okay. Everyone involved with the production of that show. Uh, but it must have been quite, um, quite an experience to be there, Gareth, when you knew the person who actually committed the crimes. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, the clues were all there. You know, the long arms thing, the black ops, the... Yeah. The fact that someone said his name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. That, that, that could be a problem, but we're I all wonder, over it now. I wonder if that's the uh, that's the last we'll hear of our good friend Maurice. Seemed like he was we in know. a bit of bother. He was in a bit of bother, but you know, if there's anything we know about Maurice, is that he's resilient. <laughs> Uh, just to go through. Gareth, are you looking forward to Drive Club? Oh, why did you just have some sort of release valve? Who's uh, opening a drink that I shook to get some of the gas out? Oh, yes. Also, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to Drive Club. Is that for any particular reason? Well, yeah, just, there's not enough golf games out, and I think it'd be Yay! nice to. Different punchline. Play a new golf game. Fantastic. Um, so, we've, sorry, sorry, Don. I'm saying they're making another Drive Club game already for PS4 called Hot Shots Golf. Oh yes, because they know that Gareth is doing free advertising for them. That's <laughs> for like that's for the people who don't get the joke about Drive Club. You know, it's like they're the same game, but it's like there's Drive Club and then there's Hot Shots Golf for people who don't get it. Yeah, so it's really an accessible joke, isn't it? And I think. What Don did, which was so effective, is he's sort of put a second part onto the joke for those that may not have got it the first time. Because maybe they listen week in, week out, and they think, I still haven't got this. I still haven't quite grasped yeah. why this joke's so funny. I know it's funny, because I'm laughing my head off. <laughs> pissing myself. But I can't put my finger on why it's making me laugh so much. Yeah. And what Don's done there is he's added a kind of another thing that people can relate to, so they can go, hang on a minute, I get it now. Yep. Yeah, and like in in the shops as well, the uh, front cover for Drive Club's actually going to have a car on it to try and ju- yeah. just make the joke even funnier. Shift units, anything with a car on it speeding through at speed is going to uh, sell bucket loads, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to sell way more than just a, a game with a golfer on the front. Yeah, 
even though that's what the game is. And there we go, Gareth. And that, that's very nice. That's a really good joke. And maybe... <laughs> no, it is, Gareth. Don't put yourself yeah, down and laugh yeah. about it. Um, I think that if people still don't get it next week, we can add another layer on, kind of. So, Don, get thinking about how you can make that joke even more identifiable still. Don't worry. I'll find an even better way to patronise our listeners. No Thank worry. you, Harry. <laughs> so, uh, Don, if you'd like to go first this week with, what have you been playing? Bum, bum, bum. This week, I have been playing Mario Kart 8 again. Oh, yes. It's awesome. Um, because I have my triple standard TV up now. I plugged it all in and thought, let's see how good Mario Kart 8 looks. And it looks just as good as it does on a smaller telly. Which is oh, good yeah. to know. Those uh, next-gen graphics. Yep. They're all sparkly and bright and shiny. And uh, with my new sound system as well, it's even louder, which is always better. Loud equals good when it comes to games. Sure. Uh, yep. yep. So just been racing for all that. Finally finished all the uh, three-starred all 100cc stuff. And I'm partway through three-starring all 150cc stuff. And I've been doing a lot more kind of online um, racing and matches. Because I think what I've worked out is that if you all the coins that are collected, you every time you collect a hundred coins, you unlock another either another car or another coins. Glider. It's Mario. He collects coins. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, he loves coins. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but if you do it on the uh, you race online, I think that every coin that gets collected in a race goes towards your total. So you don't just get I don't know, let's say fifty coins during a race. You end up getting a shitload more depending on how good the other players are so you actually end up collecting coins a lot quicker I think that's what's happening because I seem to have collected a whole ton more coins a lot quicker than I otherwise would have you're playing online? yeah on the line what league are you in? he's really getting into it isn't he? what league am I in? I'm in the, the, the gold <laughs> league top top league really? Oh, I, I heard Mario Kart doesn't even track whether you win or lose, so it kind of well, doesn't even matter. Well, it didn't used to, but it does now, because there, really? there was an update that came out on the 28th <laughs> of August, which adds the map to your screen. Uh, it reorders the menu items for when your next racing starts, so you can choose your next race for is the first thing that's selected rather than playing the replay. Um, and also it has added um, stats, so it now tells so you... So basically everything I said was wrong with it the first time. <laughs> so it's, yeah. like, it's like an actual game now, then? It's like Nintendo actually yeah. listened to all their feedback and went, yeah, let's just let's do that then. And then added in everything everyone wanted. Amazing. It's almost like they're a games company that kind of gives a shit about its own games. Yeah, they've rather... They've understood that people actually want to compete rather yeah. than sit down and hold hands. Yep, and I'm willing to bet at some point in the not-too-distant future they'll actually add some proper battle mode tracks instead of just using the, uh, the actual racing tracks they use at the moment. They'll add some actual arenas. That might be a bit too violent for them, though. No, you need actual, like, skill to do well in battle mode, so it wouldn't really suit the uh, the casual style of this new Mario Kart. Yeah, whatever. Bronze boy. Bronze oh. one! There are five levels to bronze, and I'm in the top level. Bronze so bronze. you don't even know. <laughs> what colour is that? Is bronze one compared to bronze five? Is it the same colour bronze? Just like it's... Brighter, shinier bronze, isn't it? <laughs> is it? Yeah. A little bit more more polish on, on that bronze. Is it still just bronze, though, underneath? It is, isn't it? It's a very, very cheap sort of lacquer that goes over, but if you look hard enough underneath, it's still bronze. 
And that's what Gareth hates. Bronze is is more precious than copper, which is what coins are made out of. So it's more precious than actual money. <laughs> well, no, because Mario's coins are made of gold, so not really. Yeah, but oh. you're not in gold league. <laughs> I, I get gold when I play League of Legends. I'm not counting that as me being in gold. Yeah, when you get there, mate. When you get there. Let's talk when about I get that, there, when you get to gold. When I get there, do you know how much you're going to hear about it? <laughs> well, a I look lot. forward to that day in in twenty. We will congratulate you, Gareth. Yeah, I'll be really pleased for you, but unfortunately, yeah. my corpse will be long dead. So, I'm proud I'll... of you, and I'm gonna let you finish. But <laughs> is that what you say? <laughs> his corpse will be long dead, so he'll be dead, and his corpse will be dead. My corpse will have died. That's how. That's how long it was going to be. <laughs> He's going to die. Mm-hmm. And then through the future of technology, his corpse is going to be reanimated, and then that's going to die, and then you'll get to gold. Dream. Can't wait. There you go. If we just speed up this death process, then uh, that'd be really appreciative. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, careful, what have you been playing? That's all I've been playing. Mario well, Kart. So you've got a massive new TV, and all you've been doing is playing Mario Kart. Well, yeah. I didn't that's actually like, step until the weekend. That's like getting a Blu-ray of like a film from the 60s. No, it's not. Yeah. I mean, point? I put on Halo 4 for like 20 minutes. That counts. That, yeah, not really. I just put it on because the disc was in the drive at the time, just to test you, it out. You do know when you get your PlayStation 4, the Wii U is going to collect dust. Well, it's possible. For, for that week of Destiny's release when I'm off work for a whole week because of Destiny. Oh, yeah. Pretty much it will be all Destiny all the time. So, yeah, yeah the Wii U will, will take a bit of that. And you are going to be the online correspondent for oh, Destiny. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to own right. that. So, there we go. Just like during sex, um, I will be going after Don. <laughs> and then Gareth will be getting sloppy seconds with the splashback. Right, so. Story of my life. I, I don't understand how people can do that, though, Gareth. What? Enter somewhere that's already been entered? Yeah, especially, well, there's a specific type of porn called cum dumpster. Oh, God. And basically, oh, guys, Jesus they, Christ. They ejaculate, so a guy will go ejaculate, and then another guy will come in and ejaculate, another guy will and then ejaculate. And I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm just saying that's just awful. Just I edit have to bleep out, most of that. Yeah. No, just <laughs> It'd yeah, be bleep, funnier bleep if I bleep loads. Just have like, and bleep, 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 and bleep. Bleep, then it comes out. Yeah. So just bleep most of it. That'd be really good. Right. So what have I been playing now? This this is strange because well I am strange, but I'm playing mostly this week. I've been playing an iOS game. What? I know because it's totally not me. It is it's a it's a football game, and what it is is it's in the old style of. Uh, football manager. Do you remember when it used to just have Ryan that used to scroll up and down? Uh, Did you ever play football manager? I, I played football manager, but not like not less recent than the past like ten years. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, the older champ man, champ managers uh, used to basically just be uh, <clears throat> sort of scrolling text, like oh. An Elka comes towards the ball, he hits the ball, the ball hits the post. Oh, I see what you mean. And then, yeah, if there's like a goal, it will flash up, goal, what an excellent goal. 
And it's kind of like that, but you start off and you only play as one player. And you start off at 17 uh, and you start off at a low league team. And every now and then the control will switch to you. And what you've got to do is kind of use the touch screen to make a pass or shoot. And it's so simplistic, but it really, like Borderlands and stuff like that, it really sort of goes into that reward, being constantly rewarded. And at the end of the game, you'll get stars, which you can use. And I know it's that thing I spoke about before, about these downloadable games, where you feel like you're just edges away from defeat because you refuse to buy loads of coins. Basically, I could do in-app purchases, which would really help me buy the best boots, the best trainers, the best physios, and basically just be really good at the game. But I'm struggling through it because I refuse to make any in-app purchases. And I don't know if that is, you know, doing it to my detriment, but I am enjoying it. And I don't know what it is about it. There's a certain type of game that just hooks me. And it's that um, really bite-sized, rewarding chunks of gameplay. And it's really good. It's like I'm playing it now, and you can hear the sound effects. Look at that. I don't it's think like you've actually... You. You've not actually said what the game's called yet. I don't know what it's called. It's uh, <laughs> it's called NSS, which I don't even know what that stands for. Some uh, Superstar Soccer or some shit, probably. I would imagine. But uh, new, suit, new Star Soccer, that's it. Okay. And the reason I saw it is because in Games TM there was a hundred top free apps and this uh, free games and this this was like really high on it and it's just so good and you play it. Some of your teammates have arranged a golf tournament. If you take part, it will improve your relationship, but cost you twenty five percent energy. Wait, is it also so a dating game? Yeah. So it's cool. like it's got some of the Sims in it as well, where. You know, you have to keep your happiness and your girlfriend pleasured. You have to keep your teammates uh, happy, <laughs> your sponsors. And, you know, I know that because I'm not buying in-game purchases, uh, purchasing stars and stuff that you can use as um, sort of funding, that I'm kind of bracing myself and I'm not getting the most out of it that I can. And maybe I should put a little bit of money towards it because I'm enjoying it. But... At the same time, I'm enjoying the challenge, and it's kind of to spite myself. I'm saying, you bloody bastard game, I'm going to destroy you because I'm really good at games. I'm not a casual gamer that comes along, and I'm going to beat you using no money whatsoever. And so you go through to a game. I'm playing Everton, and it's basically just this. Just headed the ball. Did you hear that? And then Then the fans cheer because I just passed the ball. Uh, now here I am on the edge of the box. Am I going to go for a shot? I am. Guess what happened, guys? Did you miss? There's a streaker oh, on the pitch. I scored. And Spurs have just scored as well, which is upsetting. So I'm going to pass it to my striking teammate. Oh, it's an assist. I've got an assist straight away. So straight away. Oh, Spurs have just scored. What? Oh, this game's like 30 seconds in and there's already four goals. No, it's 3-2 to Everton, which is the team that I'm playing. It's now half-time, guys. Oh, now, okay. as you can see, it goes very fast. You can play it in a slower way, but I like it to be quick, fast and furious. So we're going to continue to the second half here. Here we go. Spurs, it's easier. Oh, Spurs have leveled, so I'm going to play more attacking now. 
So I'm attacking. Am I going to shoot or am I going to pass it to my teammate? The defender's closing me in. I've just crossed it. Teammate. Ah! Oh, and he missed. He hit the post. Oh, my God. 60 minutes. Walker wants to attack. I've gone on to a more attacking uh, mentality now. Full-time, three-all. So then after the game, you get your um, thing. So I've had four chances, one goal, and now I'm getting plus two relationship with my boss, plus two relationship with my team, and plus one with the fans. So you get that kind of feedback. And it is it's interesting, and you kind of have to balance it. And the more you attack in a game, the you have to balance it out because you will lose a lot more stamina, and then you have to buy more uh, energy drinks, which is obviously one of the big cons <laughs> where they get you to want to buy money. But you get your weekly wages after every game and how you performed. But it's a really good game, and I think if you like that sort of old championship manager style, um, and I've been sitting there on the sofa playing it when I've got FIFA sitting in front of me. So that is a big, and it's really the only sort of, I would say, like iOS game that I've got into before. I don't really play like Angry Birds and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's so simplistic, and it sort of goes back to them days where I used to play on the Mega Drive, and it used to be sort of bird's eye view of World Cup Italia 90 and that. And a lot of it was to do with your imagination and your brain filling in the gaps, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of games miss out on nowadays, where they're so obvious, they're so blatant, there's nothing left for your imagination to do. And I remember a lot of playing a lot of games like that where you would kind of use your imagination to fill in the blanks of what was going on. And it would. I think that's why when we look back at those games... They look worse and they sort of talk about rose-tinted specs because in our minds we filled in a lot of the blanks and it was our minds, we looked through it through our mind's eye rather than what we actually saw. Um, okay. So, <laughs> it what, does actually sound pretty good. Like I, The reason I sort of have fallen out of love with football manager games in the past few years is because it's such a time sink. Yeah. Like To get into a game... Like where your players are actually playing takes a bit of a load, and then the match actually takes probably like fifteen minutes, depending on how exciting the match is. Yeah, and it's like, man, it's just it's such a time commitment. But like, I was kind of thinking the game you were playing sounded a bit lame until you managed to play an entire match in about thirty seconds. Then I was like, actually, yeah, you that's, can do that's it like pretty good. The bus, yeah, and that's, think... that's what you want. Yeah, I think that's what you want from a game like that. Um, and it, it's, it, it is addictive because, like I say, you get rated after every game and your stats go up and your your relationship with the fans and your teammates, everything's affected in how you perform in that game. And I think that's the addiction of it, is that you know that straight away there's going to be consequences, which doesn't normally happen in games. And I think that makes a successful game in that you're constantly getting feedback on how you're doing and everything you're doing, like you know that it's probably not wise that you shoot, that you pass to the person next to you, but you know that if you take the shot and score, then you're going to be instantly rewarded with more stars and stuff like that. And it's just a really good and well-balanced game and how they do it. And it, it's not like some games where it's completely blocked off to you until you start buying in-app purchases. Mm. But yeah, it's just... It's absolutely fantastic, and I haven't really played anything else. I've just gone back to Borderlands 2 with the downloadable content. Um, Ghosts! Oh, my God, I played Ghosts, Call of Duty Ghosts. Oh, shit. And it shows you how underwhelmed I was by the (laughs) fact that it just nearly completely slipped my mind. Now, Ghosts, 
Okay, I was speaking last week about how good Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare 2, and Modern Warfare 3 as campaigns are. Yeah, and both agreed. Modern Warfare 3, I was playing that again, and my heart was beating at the moment we have to save the Russian president, and then and then you've got to get out of that mine, and uh, just it's a fantastic game. And like I said, it's a shame that uh, Respawn. Uh, previously Infinity War didn't choose to do a story led game as their next one and I hope they don't go directly on to Titanfall 2 which I feel maybe they will do because they're so talented and it's only when you play other games like Battlefield and Ghosts that you realise how tight those um, campaigns are and I hope you get round to doing it one day Gareth playing Modern Warfare 3 Um, because the feedback and it really it gets your heart pumping mm-hmm. in a way no one else no other game does because it's pure action and I'm not saying you're going to sit there for five hours playing it but maybe for an hour at a time you just feel like you're the guy and you're a brilliant and the problem with Ghosts is that it shows you that it was Infinity Wards and it was their skill and their writing and their pacing and the whole grand scale of things when you and Price are going after the bad guy. And you go into the castle and you start off by rigging all the C4 under the trucks. And then you go in there and it's quite quiet and then you have to break out at the end. That's fantastic. But Ghosts, it's kind of like a straight-to-video um, <laughs> release if, if it was to be something like that. You know, it's like Kickboxer 3. It's like, you know, if you know you used to get those brilliant films. Like Aladdin like, 3. Saying, yeah, like Kickbox or you've got The Little Mermaid 2 <laughs> and stuff like that. Films that no one's ever really seen. They loved the first ones, but no one really wanted to watch The Lion King 3. Mm. You know, and no one did. And it's like that, you know, it's it's so flat. It's so... You get into an area and it gets flooded by enemies. And I don't know what it is that makes the Infinity Ward one so special for me. I don't know if it's the pacing, it's the music as well. You realise in Ghost that there's not enough music, there's not a lot of music to really... And Modern Warfare is so grand in its music, the orchestral scores, and it really it builds up with the... It starts off slowly, and as the enemies start coming in, it starts picking up pace. And by the end of it, when there's rocket launchers and everything flying, it's a grand orchestral score. You know, and you really do appreciate it. And after talking last week, I played Modern Warfare 3 and I was really judging it by the way that the music and the action was really in sync with each other. And I think that was the problem with Ghosts is that I felt that I was playing a kind of battlefield game. It had that kind of detachment from it that you felt that you were just in a shooting gallery mm. and which I think is a lot of games that first-person shooters fall into. They try to give emotion like with Riley the dog but by the end of it you don't, yeah you don't really care and they put so much importance on it um, but yeah it is it's like a straight to video Call of Duty the Call of Duty that got left behind and with Advanced Warfighter I think they've really got to go back and realise that you know the campaign is important for some people especially for me I will buy Advanced Warfighter just for the single player and there's a lot of people out there that will as well and I think a lot of people were burned by uh, ghosts because even Black Ops One and Two were quite interesting. Their stories, yeah, uh, they really tried cool. to do something different. But the this, numbers, this, yeah, that's what I'm saying. When it all comes together at the end, you're like, oh wow, that's pretty cool. 
but Ghost doesn't try anything like that. It's very straight down the middle, straight down the line. Uh, the ghosts are apparently they're really revered um, soldiers amongst other soldiers, and they're like a secret unit. Um, and apparently there's this thing called the Federation, where all the kind of other countries formed an alliance and cut America off. And it's it's one of those stories where you know towards the end you forget what it is you're actually doing in the first place. <laughs> And I think a lot of games have that problem, don't they? In that they're not like films where they're an hour to two hours long, where you can follow the narrative. You know, sometimes you can go two days without playing it, and then you come back, and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Who am I supposed to be rescuing? Who's that person? I don't know. And I don't think these games are good enough in their storytelling to keep you hooked and keep you focused and interested in the story. It's kind of like they just... It's, it's amateur storytelling in the end but yeah I played Ghosts I probably wouldn't even recommend it for £20 really and I think you're looking at the £12 bracket I think uh, it's definitely the weakest in the Call of Duty series in terms of single player um, so I think for that that is the just go out and get the Modern Warfare 1, 2 and 3 set Don yep I shall Thank avoid you. the Ghosts there you go. <laughs> Are you going to call? Modern Warfare 4. Yes. <laughs> but that's what I want. I want Infinity Ward to... Yeah, they're good at multiplayer shooting, multiplayer gaming, but they're also brilliant at telling single-player stories, and I don't think that they got enough praise for what they did during that time. But they really are... They're, they're really um, gifted when it comes to that sort of story driven and pace and so there you go Gareth there you go and what has Gareth been playing this week what have I been playing this week this week I played a game that's on Steam Early Access called Crypt of the Necrodancer wow that sounds exciting uh, I played the <laughs> that sounds sarcastic it well did yeah. <laughs> I played some music from it as last week's music section that was cool yeah, so that's that sounded sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> that's just my natural tone of voice. Oh, it's like my my natural resting face looks slightly disinterested, um, but it's not. It's just how I look and sound naturally. <laughs> okay, so you are interested. Let's just get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah. a it's a roguelike, uh, which basically means every time you die, you have to start again from the start. And uh, the dungeon that you're in is randomised, so you'll never play the same dungeon twice. You don't know what to expect. Um, And uh, it's also a rhythm game. So you can only perform an action on the beat of the music. Oh, has it got a dance mat? You can use the dance mat. (laughs) I was joking. There's a dance mat mode. (laughs) So your only buttons are up, down, left and right. And you can only move on the beat. So it sounds like it'd be really simple, but there's actually like a surprising amount of depth to it. Like they, you can pick up spells and uh, different items and stuff. So they'll be mapped to like down and left. If you press those at the same time, you'll drop a bomb, for example. Um, Dangerous. So you get into a situation where, cause you can only move on the beat and so can the enemies. You're like, you know, boom, boom, boom. You're having to make decisions like 
literally split second. Like, you have to do something twice every second. You can stand still, but you'll lose your coin multiplier. Um, And basically, yeah, you want coins because that's how you make your character better. Now you want coins. Yeah, you were all like, America ate coins. Yeah, you should have just dismissed them, Gareth. No, I don't know. Now you're all about the coins. I'm all about the coins in a game where they're appropriate, not some racing game. (laughs) Because because you own, like, once you die, you start from scratch. So every run you want to get as beefy as possible, as quickly as possible. So it's really important to keep your coin multiplier up. Think of it as like your score multiplier in Guitar Hero, you know? The more notes you play well, the higher your score multiplier. Um, it's the same principle. So if you're keeping on the beat perfectly, killing enemies perfectly on the beat, then you'll get more coins for killing them. So it's a very yeah. good feedback loop of like, you know, up, down, 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 right, I attack this enemy, right, I attack this enemy, it's dead. Get the coins, yeah, Um... But what makes it is the music. Yeah. Uh, the music's by the same guy who does the Super Meat Boy music. And oh dear. What? You're sold there then, aren't you? Yeah, I'm 100% sold. You would have just bought it for the soundtrack. <laughs> Almost. The The guy's name is Darren Baranovsky, and he is incredible. I mean, the music I played last week, if that wasn't enough to convince you that this game is awesome, yeah, then there's something wrong with you. Uh, <laughs> But no, it's like, it's very, very hard because there's like tons of enemies and each one has its own uh, like pattern and animation. So like, for example, there's a skeleton that'll uh, put its arms up in the air and then on the next beat, it'll jump forward a square and then it'll stand still for a beat. Then the next beat, arms up, then it'll jump forward a square. So, you know, when you know it's, when you see its arms up, you don't want to be on the square next to it. Because yeah. it's going to jump at you and hit you and do damage. So, so you basically, it's a split second, isn't it, really? And forward planning. Yeah, so it, it's very much like, you know, Skeleton's arms are up, I need to move away. Skeleton's are, he jumps forward, Skeleton's arms are down, jump towards him, attack. But all that happens in, like, one second. Yeah. And the Skeleton's probably the easiest enemy. <laughs> uh, you mm. get. I'm at a point now where, because uh, it is in alpha... You know, the game's not finished. There's only three zones available. But I'm at the point now where you think like, yeah, I've, I've beat zone two. Let's get onto zone three, see what zone three is all about. You start off and there's like nine enemies on the screen, none of which you've ever seen before. You like, after like three beats, all the enemies have done something mental. And you're like, oh my God, I, don't, I have no idea what I'm even facing. So you, you get to a point where like, you know for a fact you're going to die. But you start on that level um, just to sort of die to an enemy to see how it moves and how you have to react to it. Yeah, to see its attack pattern. Yeah. So everything's kind of like a boss from an old school game. Almost, yeah. I mean, it does have yeah. bosses. Uh, one of the bosses is uh, a chess board. Yeah. Where every beat it'll move a different chess piece. Um, and all the chess pieces move in the same direction that a normal chess piece would. So if you imagine you're on a grid, you know, on a chessboard, yeah. and you're moving forward every beat, if you move to a diagonal of a pawn, because pawns can only take diagonally, they'll attack you. So it helps that I know what all the pieces do in chess. Yeah, I was going to say. But that's a really yeah. fun boss battle, because it's like, 
it, having to realise that a knight can attack you with its L shape in a quarter of a second <laughs> is like scary. It's it's a it proper gets your brain going. Yeah, uh, and the game. I mean, it's still in alpha. It's not even in beta. Um, you can uh, get it on Steam early access now for eleven pounds. Uh, 17 if you want the soundtrack with it but the soundtrack's on YouTube anyway so probably wait oh. before you get the soundtrack uh, <laughs> but yeah, just I would... take the money off of your favourite composer <laughs> <laughs> go on Gareth I, in fairness I will buy it eventually oh that's nice of you but, you know I just want to wait until he's done with it because the thing is he keeps updating the music so for example Level oh, 3 bastard. had one track um, and then he updated the soundtrack, and now level three has two different tracks. Yeah. So, like, depending on where you are in the level, there's like a rock version, and like a sort of a club version. You know, like yeah, uh, you would hear in that club. You know, <laughs> with Funny. all the uh, uh, hard house. You know how it is, yo. Yeah. Um, so depending on where you are in the level the music changes it's the same music but it changes genres so that's really interesting if they if he does more of that in the game it could get really cool but um yeah yeah so whereas that level just had one track before now it's got two so you know i don't want to go all in on a soundtrack before i even know what songs uh, are gonna be like but yeah like i was so impressed with this game like it's hard as balls because of the decision making you're having to make each second and the pattern recognition needed to realise what like the seven enemies on the screen are going to do on the next beat. It's literally like... Yeah. You know, it's like your reactions have to be so on point and your decision making has to be flawless. Otherwise, you're just dead as fuck. So yeah. that's that's like actually really fun. Plus, it's just an incredible concept. Like You can play it with a dance mat if you have one, <laughs> which is insane. But it's genius. Bringing the dance mat back. And the, I, I still see a Twitch channel opening up. Oh, fish, God. fish playing Crypto the next Necromancer. <laughs> that, that wouldn't <laughs> ever be possible. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm incredibly impressed. If this game gets fully released before the end of the year, it's like guaranteed for me probably like top three games of the year. There we go. So impressed with it. Can't nice. recommend it highly enough. I'll pick that up when it comes out on a console. Oh, yeah. Only you. <laughs> yeah. You, I don't know if it'd work quite as well on a console. Because like mm. I said, you know, all the spells are mapped to uh, like two buttons at once. So, yeah. for example, um, you know, just normal attack is like, there's a skeleton on the square next to you, you press <clears> towards the skeleton with your dagger, you'll attack it. But there's stuff you can get where like, for example, one of the weapons is a, a shotgun, which will attack like um, the square next to you, the three next to that, and then the five next to that, in like a pyramid almost. But you have to reload it in between shots, and you do that by pressing up and down at the same time. So I don't know how that would work on a console and have the same effect, because it's like, you know, you're moving each beat. One beat you attack an enemy, the next you have to press up and down at the same time to reload. Otherwise you don't have any weapon for that beat so it's like you need to constantly and that's you know I've only I've played that game like probably like six hours in the past week Um, I've only found that weapon twice so I've probably played with that weapon for a total of like ten minutes so it's like training your brain to think in a different way 
Because that's like the only weapon where you have to really think like that. Uh, it's really challenging and really fun. Because all of a sudden you need to worry about reloading in between enemies. And it will hit multiple enemies at once, but like... If there's an enemy in the square that you can attack and you press towards it, you will just shoot the shotgun. Like, you can't choose not to move... You can't choose to move and not shoot if you have the shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. So it's... Cool. It's... Yeah. Decision-making and fun and engaging and... It's just... Crypt of the Necrodancer. It's on Steam Early Access. It's fucking awesome. One of the best games... I've played this year. There we go. Mm. You must have played other games, Gareth. Was that taking up your time? Uh, I mean, I played my daily allotment of League oh, of Legends. Don't worry about no. A game. <laughs> a game? Yeah. Okay, I, see. I see what this is. Not a torture device. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's pretty much it. I bet you play it with pegs attached to your nipples. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean... <laughs> That's Why what comes I? in a box with it. It doesn't come in a box, it's free. Download it don't take care on the of internet. You what? can't say that because that's illegal. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh I think we need to get you some form of a computer, Rob. I've got some form of computer. No, he just fills up with viruses and going through porn sites. Yeah. There's, there's no... <laughs> that is true. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, there we go. That is has been a great podcast, Gareth. Tell people about um, your, a website that you run. A website that I run, yeah. Um, Gamebanter.co.uk is where you can find every single one of our old episodes. Uh, oh. iTunes and other podcast apps will only inform you of the last uh, thirty, which is a lot. But if you want to catch up on like the earliest episodes, um, Gamebanter.co.uk has every single episode archived. Uh, also, if you follow my website on Twitter, at Game Banter, you'll know when every single uh, episode of the podcast comes out and when. Um, and also, hear my ramblings. And uh, we really appreciate if you review us on iTunes. It gets our profile higher and yeah. helps us out a lot. Even if you sometimes think, you know what, when I get home from work, I am going to write a review, and you don't. And, <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those things that people do... And, you know, with all the best intentions, they think they're going to do it. They might forget or they think, oh, it's so hard. But it's not hard, is it, Gareth? No, man. We give you multiple hours of entertainment a week. Yeah. The least you can do. (laughs) Gareth. Yeah. Give me a review right now. Go. Um, I like this podcast now that that guy twat has gone. Brilliant. There you go. See? Excellent. It's that easy. That easy. (laughs) Okay then. So, fantastic. Don, have you got any uh, pressing announcements to make? No. Fantastic. (laughs) So that has been episode number 33. I've been Rob Walker and I've been joined today by Gareth Williams and Don Goss. So, from us, until next week, goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye. Get out. Get out Bye. of my
<sighs> now for my new piece that I've been thinking about trying. It's a bit controversial, but okay. I think you guys will enjoy it. It's called "What Is Robert Eating?" <laughs> Listen. Oh, oh, oh! God, I dropped it on the keypad. Right there we go. What was I eating? Spaghetti. Nope. Uh, you're, nope. you're eating a Cooper. It's turtle soup. Nope, it's not. And that's <laughs> going to be rolled over. And um, next week, hopefully, <laughs> we'll try and have another go at working out what it was. So that's going to be another little regular thing. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Now you know when, like, on uh, radio shows, when they roll it through. Uh-huh. Until someone gets it right, so they'll like do celebrity voices, yeah, and they'll all be cut up, and then they have to say which celebrity voice it is. I thought that this would be really good to kind of run as a main theme for our show, like a real selling point. I won a contest like on the radio once. I uh, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. It wasn't like for any decent prize. It oh, was okay. on a rock radio in Manchester, and the prize was some drumsticks. Great. And uh, normally. Normally they have it like roll over to other days, yeah. but it was like the first day, and I guessed it like straight. Was away. it one of them things that go like? <laughs> Gareth, what were those four songs that you heard there? No, it was like they played like a one-second bit from a song, yeah, um, and it was from "Hit Me with Your Best Shot," which is on Guitar Hero Three. There so you I, go. I knew that song like inside and out from playing Guitar Hero. Yeah. So they played just a little bit of the song like from the solo. So it didn't yeah. sound like the normal song, but I knew it from that song because of Guitar Hero. So I rung up and I was like, take me with your best shot. And they were like, how did the... this is meant to last us like all week? <laughs> <laughs> it just destroyed all of our content. Yeah, so I but, want uh, some drumsticks. Do you still have those two pieces of wood now? Uh, yeah, I've still got wood. Yeah. Oh, yes. 